Matthew seven twenty one to 23 I never knew you. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Jesus hasn't changed the subject we may wish he had. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. He's still talking about those who move in the gifts, but are not led by the Spirit. Just as he was when he issued the warning about false prophets, and underlying this, he's talking about the kingdom and the requirement for entry, which is doing the will of the Father. These people, he said, of the false prophets are not drawing attention to me, but to themselves, so watch out for them. In other words, they will produce the rabbits out of a hat, but when it comes to the fruit of the Spirit, you'll find none, because they seek the praise of man, not the praise of God. And so he says, on that day I'll tell them plainly, I never knew you, because you never knew me. Here it comes. You were never acquainted with me as a man with a woman. He uses the word for intimacy and marriage to make his message crystal clear. God sought a wife in the nation of Israel, one who would love him and be loyal to him, but she spurned him. Now he seeks a bride amongst the Gentile nations, and the qualifications are exactly the same, love, obedience and loyalty. Someone whose head is not easily turned to follow after other gods. So here we see both his goal and the goal of his father in sending him. They are seeking a people who will love the Son for who he is, not what he can do, and those who do his will, not follow their own desires. Work is involved, but it's the work he gives us to accomplish that attracts the reward. And the words wife and bride are descriptive of the intimacy he seeks with us. We could skip over this one because we don't really understand the full import of what Jesus is saying. There is nothing superficial here. He's saying that religious activity is no substitute for the intimate relationship I want with you. Don't give me your works in place of your heart. This is a love relationship. Paul describes it like this in 1 Corinthians three twelve to 15 Now if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident, for the day will show it, because it is to be revealed with fire, and the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which he has built on remains he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet as though through fire. There's no question here of loss of salvation, but loss of reward. Inheritance, the kingdom is at stake, in this life and the next. The king and the kingdom, his majesty. He says, you can do these things in my name because there's power in the name to do it. But when it comes to time to be rewarded, there will be none because you didn't ask me, seek me, or most importantly, know me. 
It's a sobering thought that it really is his way or no way. We can busy ourselves and think we're doing Father's will, but the Father's will is that we know him and Jesus Christ whom he sent. John 17, 3. And that knowing is intimate, upfront, personal. How's it working out for you?